ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay, back. Episode 61. We're in the 60s, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause. We made it. Can't wait to get to the 70s, then the 80s, then the 90s. You know what comes after that? The three digits, the 100 emoji. Thank you guys and gals for being here today. So honored that you're giving me your precious eardrums so I can sprinkle some bearded wisdom. And I'm super excited about today's podcast. Build boundary walls. That's what we're diving into today. How many times have you said yes to something and regretted it? How many times have you put more time, effort, energy into other people rather than yourself? How many times have you felt anxious, overwhelmed, trying to balance everything that you're involved with? It's not easy. We've all been there. I, including myself, have been there and done that before. The problem is that we put too many people first before ourselves. How is that possible and why? I don't know, but we're going to dive into it today. We also, some of the other problems is that we commit and sign up for coffee dates, social gatherings, brunches, events that deep down we do not want to go to. And I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, so please take this with a grain of salt, but we can all recall a time when we would do these things and we will be doing these things again when the normalcy comes. So this is why we need to prep ourselves for when that does come back post pandemic or endemic or whatever that we're in right now. And we ultimately have no time to focus on what really matters to us because we're trying to please everybody, trying to make everybody happy when we forget to make ourselves happy because we're running around like a crazy person saying yes to everything and we're not giving ourselves that stillness that we all need from time to time. The solution is simple. Identify what matters most to you, build a wall around your precious time, and make sure you spend it only doing the things that matter to you. Build a wall around your time. You own it. Nobody else controls it except you. And it's our responsibility to build the wall, and we don't let anybody hop over that damn wall. We battle them down, we push them away if we don't want them to be welcomed. This is our time, ladies and gentlemen. This whole life that we live, I know we're all probably in our maybe late teens, in our 20s, 30s, maybe even 40s, right? It's a one-shot deal. As my father would tell me when I was growing up, when it comes to life, there is no dress rehearsal. This time is going to expire at some point, so we need to hold on to it because it's the only thing that we can never get back. So today we're talking about the steps to building what I would call the boundary wall and why we shouldn't feel bad saying no to people. That's what we're diving into today. I hope you guys and gals are excited as much as your boy is. Let's go. But before we do go and before we jump into it, may I throw this out there that if at any moment in time you are enjoying this podcast, the Bearded Man podcast, the most slept on podcast in the world, baby, if you enjoy this podcast episode at any moment in time, please, all that I ask, screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bob A, B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y, share it out and let the world know what you enjoyed about this podcast, this episode, or why they should be listening to it. This organic growth is how we grow this podcast, and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I got so many brands hitting me up, you know what I'm saying, sliding through my DM, hitting my inbox like, yo, bearded man, we want to partner with you, we want to pay you a lot of money, blah, 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 and I'm just like, slow your roll, brands, okay? I'm here to provide high-quality content to my audience, so we're going we're gonna to hold off on all that money 
you guys and gals are tossing at me. And I'm going to focus on some high-quality content. So, like I said, if you enjoy this podcast, please screenshot it, post it to your IG story, tag me, because it'll make me happy. That is all. Thank you so much. Let's get into today's podcast, Uber Days. I don't know if you guys and gals know this, but I used to be an Uber driver. I used to be the top 2% Uber driver in the world. And if you don't believe me, I have a sticker to prove it. And yes, I still have a sticker. And yes, they sent me a sticker. It's pretty badass if you ask me. I should probably get that laminated so it never gets ruined. Anywho, I used to be an Uber driver not too long ago. I did it for a long, long time. Uh, three and a half years full time. Looking back, maybe oh, three and a half years, not that big. That's not that many years. But it felt like forever when I was doing it. One of the best things that ever happened to me, though, while being an Uber driver was the lessons that I started to learn, right? One of the main takeaways and lessons that I learned from being an Uber driver was creating boundaries around my time. I think we've all heard it before. Time equals money. We all know this. Time is money. Insert a million hip-hop artists that have probably wrapped a bar And as we all know, Drake comes up in many of these podcasts. Drake himself has probably made a comment saying time is money at some moment in time. But when you're an Uber driver, you actually start to see the the money in real time in the sense that every time I would complete a trip, I would see the money I made for the trip. So I really started to really understand this like, oh, time, it really is money, right? And with trying to build my podcasting career, navigate you know post-college life of what do I do now that I'm 23 years young and I have a college you know diploma in my back pocket, don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, I'm six figures in college debt. I had no other option than to protect my time at all costs. I had to own it. I had to literally protect my time because. It was so valuable. And so is all of yours. If you're listening, I respect your time and I appreciate your time. And in this moment in time when I was graduating in 2016, I knew, being a man, you got to protect this time at all costs. And here's the thing. I didn't feel bad saying no to go on a coffee date or some random meetup. I didn't feel FOMO for not being able to attend a B-Day party. I didn't feel like I was less because I was the Uber driver with a college degree in my back pocket. I felt good because I was always doing what I chose to do. That's the other perk of being the Uber driver. I got to turn on the app on and off as much as I wanted to. Now, for somebody who like me, loves to work, loves to hustle, loves to grind, you better believe that app was always on, baby. We were always crushing through them streets from Boston to LA, slaying the streets ride by ride, and we, we did what we had to do. And I loved that nobody controlled my time except for me. And it was so crucial. It was something that I valued so much when I was building my podcast creative career because I could essentially work around other people's schedule. Hey, you want to be on my podcast? When are you available? I'll make it work. 12 p.m. on a Tuesday? Great. You want to do this at 5 a.m.? Not ideal, but I'll swing it. It was beautiful. And ultimately, I recognized how important it was for me to create a boundary around my time and my goals. Because had I not, Had I not gotten super disciplined, super strict about my time, one of two things would have happened. I wouldn't have made enough money to pay my bills or I wouldn't have come, I would have completely given up on my old podcast, Purpose in the Youth, or I just would have given up on this entire creative path that I went on. And so 
many of things that led up to this moment in my life, many of lessons, people, experiences, stories. I mean, just so many things that led up to this moment where I had to make a decision. I realized that I controlled the power of if I was going to shoot this shot and try to build my creative career, I needed to do it through this Uber platform. And so I knew I was going to have to say no to a lot of things. And let's just say your boy is glad that he saw it through because it put me in the position of where I am and it has helped me with so much direction and understanding of where I want to go with my life and just so many more lessons underneath it. But needless to say, I'm glad that I started to create boundaries around my time. Creating boundaries is crucial though to accomplish any goal. It's not just the bearded man Uber driver trying to build his podcast career, creative career. Any goal, anybody out there that has a goal, it takes time. You have to work on it consistently. You have to put in effort. It needs to, you need to be patient. Without boundaries, it's going to be literally nearly impossible to make any amount of progress. I guarantee you, if you ask any person that you admire that is successful, they, it doesn't matter the industry, by the way, it, they had to create a boundary around their time in order to stay disciplined enough to consistently show up and do the thing that they wanted to do thing that they wanted to do. Sounded sounded pretty cool. We're going to get pulled in a million different directions and end up doing things that do not help us if we don't have this boundary wall, okay? People are going to pull you to come out to this party. They're going to pull you to go out to this networking event. They're going to pull you to grab dinner tonight. They're going to pull you to their girlfriend's birthday party that they don't want to go to. Well, (laughs) hopefully not their girlfriend's birthday party that they don't want to go to, but their girlfriend's best friend that they don't want to go to. Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say, okay? Ride with me. Stick with me. If we don't have a clear understanding of what we want in life, right? Or have an idea of like kind of a direction, just somewhat of a direction. Example, right? Like where I am today, I have a direction. I feel very passionate about the direction I'm going. I can tell you what I'm working towards. Back then, even though I didn't really have a direction, I had an idea to start podcasting, to get into the creative world. But just that alone, I started to create boundaries around like, okay, I'm going to need time to podcast. I'm going to need time to do research. I'm going to need time to edit. I started creating boundaries, even though I I didn't know where this thing was going to take me. So ultimately, no matter what your goals are, we need to create the boundaries. Unfortunately enough, your bearded man, Bob A, has some tips that I hope will benefit some of you out there that might be in the process of trying to create boundaries for yourself. So let's dive into it. Number one. Identify what matters most to you. Super crucial. There's 24 hours in a day. There's 168 hours in a week. We need to be very, very aware of where we are spending that time because it matters. Like I said, even in my early days when I didn't know what I wanted to do, I still I had an idea of what I want. I had direction, some sense of direction. Didn't know if it was going to work or not, but I created boundaries around what I thought I might want to do. So I think it's super crucial whether you're at point A or you're, you know, chugging along on that passion or that creative career, not creative career, but just careers in general. I'm trying to get better at, you know, a lot of my stuff is very creative focused, but I think this is applicable to anybody out there, no matter what your goals are. Um, We have to create these boundaries, right? And so understanding like there's 24 hours in a day, there's 168 hours in a week. We have to make every single minute, every second count. I'm not saying literally work every second of every minute, but we need to allocate the time strategically and effectively so that we are showing up and doing the work. 
And that's what we need. So before we even can do that, what we need to do is identify where and how we want to spend our time. So for me, for example, daily, I know that I need 90 minutes for fitness every day. Non-negotiable. It's marked into my calendar. I need it. My mental calendar. I need 20 minutes for meditation every day. No questions asked. It's part of my routine. I need 10 minutes for journaling every day. Has to happen. No questions asked. I need five minutes for beard maintenance every day. I actually don't, but it'd be pretty aggressive, right? If I have five minutes. I mean, I guess I do use a comb to comb my beard, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Uh, so that's daily. Weekly, I need 60 minutes for these solo podcasts. Every Monday night, no questions asked. I'm cooking up right now doing this podcast. So I know for a fact I need 60 minutes for podcasts on a weekly basis for the solo stuff. I do know that I also need 120 minutes for podcasts with guests. So there alone, you add those up, 60 plus 120. That means that three hours of my week, I know for a fact I need for podcasting, sometimes even more. And then, you know, something that I definitely implemented uh, in the past six months to a year is if I can, I need a full day of not working. I need to just shut it down, you know, like not editing podcasts, not recording podcasts, not prepping, you know, maybe doing some light reading, maybe watching some Netflix. I mean, Saturdays are my day where I send it. I go have, you know, I try to have fun and disconnect from working and I just enjoy myself. And, And what happens is when we start to break down where we want to spend our time, we can make better decisions about what to do and when because we understand like, okay, there's 160 hours in a week. If I want to do this X amount of hours in the week, how am I going to splice it up? And we are literally cutting up cake of time. So think about a cake, which I hope you all love sweets because I sure as hell do. If we have a beautiful cake of time, we need to make sure every single piece is accounted for because who would want to let a piece of cake go to waste? Not you, not I. Am I right? Am I right? Nobody wants to waste a piece of cake. So look at our time as precious as a, as a cake. We're going to make sure that it is cut up evenly, that it's divided up correctly, and that not even the frosting goes to waste. And now that I'm saying cake, I want cake. If anybody wants to send me one, slide through my DM. I'll send you the address. Going off of that, second tip goes right in line with that. Once you have an idea for what matters to you, now it's about tip number two, schedule important routines. Now that we've identified what matters most to us, not what matters to our family or friends, by the way, you're always going to have people that are going to be inserting their two cents when you never ask for it. Like, oh, bearded man, I don't think that podcast is good. I don't think you're a great host. Hey. Did I ask for your opinion? No. So I don't want to hear it. We need to ask, we need, once we've identified what matters most to us, right? We can then begin to plot when and where we should be doing that thing or these things that matter to us. Now, routines can seem daunting, scary, boring, but we need to fall in love with them. Routines are our accountability partner. They help us stay disciplined on a day-to-day, a week-to-week, or a month-to-month basis. They help us create the motivation to do X because we don't have any energy to debate when to do it. So I know when I wake up every single morning, the first thing that I do is I work out. 
There's no debating. Oh, maybe I'll do it later in the day. No, not going to happen. Maybe I'll do it during my lunch. Not going to happen, beard of man. There's no time for excuses. There's no energy wasted in my mind about whether I should or shouldn't do that workout, whether I should or shouldn't do this podcast tonight, whether I should or shouldn't do that podcast that I have scheduled with a guest this Wednesday. There's no time for excuses because it's locked in. I know when I'm supposed to be doing it. And that's the beauty. When it's locked in on the cow or in your, you know, on it doesn't have to be literally a Google cow, okay? Just in your mind when you know when you're supposed to be doing something. You just know it's time to get to work when it when it when that thing comes, right? And I think it helps us save our energy from do I want to do it, do I not? No. You committed to it. You you told yourself you're going to do it, so now you got to do it. There's no time for excuses. No, no, no. Not if you're listening to the Beard Man podcast, we are here to get shit done. This is productivity 101. This is Let's just do some dope shit with our lives. And I hope these podcasts are somewhat helping you get in the right direction. And so I, I, I'm a big, big, big fan of routines. And here's the thing. This is the, the flip side of the routines. When it starts to feel boring, when it starts to feel like you're just showing up and it's like the same thing every single day, shake it up. When it feels boring or feels tedious, shake it up. So every day when I work out, it's not the same workout. Some days it can feel like three days in a row. It's you know, I'll do like a, at home, like sit-ups, pull-ups, full body workout. Then I'll go for a run. Same thing the next day, same thing the next day. But I try to shake it up. And I know if you're following me on IG, you're probably like, yo, dude, we get it. You run a lot. You see your Instagram story. You've shown your legs, the beach, whatever. Cool, bro. I know. It might be annoying, but guess what? I like to document the journey. I want to show people what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. That's what I like to call building brand. Thank you very much. Um... But what I've even recently been doing is trying to shake up my workout, right? Now, once again, this can be applicable to any other area of my life, your life. I'm just using this as an example. But now I'm even trying to shake up the the workout routine so that it it changes up. So for instance, two weeks ago, I tried my first ever Barry's Boot Camp workout here in Venice. Did the ass and abs collab. Highly recommend. Got my booty whooped. I think there was 30 people there, maybe four men. Didn't hold me back. I thought I kept up with the class, but it was great. And what I loved about it is I was showing up and I was doing something that was so different, something out of the norm. It was going to keep me on my toes the entire class because I had no idea what I was doing. But at the end of the day, my goal for fitness is not to be some big macho guy. It's not to be able to run 20 miles every day. I just want to be in great fitness shape all around. I just want to be in a healthy uh, physical state where I can go for a hike. I can go for a long run. I can pick things up and put things back down, I can do it all. I'm not here to have the big muscles and a six-pack. Once again, six-pack is still hibernating. It'll come out soon enough. But you you get what I'm saying. So whether it's the workout classes or anything else, sometimes we gotta spice it up. Uh, and, and even another idea is like today I went on a run with with my man uh, Ryan Westberg, past pe- podcast guest. You know I'm used to just running every day by myself, but there was a chance that we or there was a opportunity to go on a run with him, catch up with him, catch a vibe. Why not? Let's do it. So I think just adding in something new, refreshing, keeps us on our toes and it spices up, like I was just saying. Um, so it's 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 important. Find ways to lock in uh, certain days of the week or certain times of the month or whatever it might be. And tell yourself, that's when you're going to do the thing. And when it starts to feel old, shake it up. Change the day of the week you do it. Change the time of day. 
change the location you do the thing, change something about it, and it'll refresh it just a little bit, just to make it a little bit more interesting. But always remember, if we lock in that important routine into our lives, then the higher the chances that we'll see progress. We don't have to spend any energy thinking, debating when to do something. We just do it. Quick water break real quick before we keep it rolling. One, two, three. Let's go. Chug, chug, chug. Mm. There she blows. Good old H2O. I love you. Let's keep it rolling. Tip number three. Love this one. Ready for this? I hope you're ready. Tip number three. Hand out no cards unapologetically. Burped. Let me say that one more time. Number three. Hand out no cards unapologetically. First off, never ever feel bad about passing on an opportunity by saying no to somebody, okay? When it comes to life, ladies and gentlemen, hate to break it to you, we all have to make choices at some point. And as much as we wanna be at two places at once, we can't. But hey, it's okay. Been there, have had to make tough decisions, Still breathing, still healthy, still alive. If the bearded man can do it, so can you. We've identified what matters most to us, which was in step number one. Excellent. We've scheduled important routines into our life so that we don't skip out on them. Great. Step number two. Most important two steps is one and two. Now it's time for us to make choices about where else do we want to spend our time. This is my rule of thumb. If something doesn't completely excite me, and it's not an immediate yes in my mind, I say no. A lot of these lessons come back to the Zuber days. I had to learn it, so I got really good. I got really sharp with it. Whether it's a trip outside of LA, whether it's going to try out a new restaurant that just opened up, a random coffee date DM, I pass on things that don't excite me, and I don't feel bad about it. Why? Because all of our time is precious. Not saying my time is more valuable than yours. All of our time is precious. I recognize that we only have so much time to give. And if I want to accomplish all these crazy ass goals that I got brewing in my mind all day long, I need to be extremely selective with where I spend that time. And here's the secret to saying no. It's how you communicate it. How you communicate the no is everything. If something doesn't fully excite you and you're not fired up to do it, say no. And how you communicate it is going to be everything. So let's 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 keep it easy. Let's think of an example right here. Somebody hits you up. Hey, want to grab lunch this Saturday? Okay. Deep down inside, maybe A, you don't vibe with this person. Maybe B, you want the weekend to yourself, which is totally acceptable. I root for you. Do that. Or option C, literally just insert whatever I situation that you can think of why you want the time to yourself and why you don't want to go on this, this lunch date hang sesh with this person on Saturday. I'm not recommending that you hit them back like, nah, I'm good. Thanks, though. It's kind of lame. Like, nah, I'm good. Thanks, though. Like, that, that comes off as like, all right, like, bet. Okay, if I'm the person asking for the lunch, I just feel like I just got slapped in the face. Like, nah, bearded man, I don't rock with you, but like, good job shooting your shot. 
be polite and kill them with kindness. So a different way to respond would be, hey, would love to grab lunch, but got to focus on a couple other things this weekend. I appreciate the offer though. Short, simple, sweet, and to the point, baby. Doesn't get much better than that. If this person bites back and goes off on you because you can't grab lunch, is this someone you really want in your life? Do you want the person that's coming at you because you don't have the time to grab lunch with this person? It seems like this person is more ticked off that the world doesn't revolve around them. You picking up what I'm putting down? If this person is understandable, gets it, they respect your hustle and they don't even think twice about it and they go, yeah, no problem. Like, hit me up if you if you ever have time. Well, that's pretty respectful. And you got out of the thing that you didn't want to do. So I think the key is, it's how you communicate the no. And before you even communicate the no, you got to ask yourself, do I really want to commit to this thing? Because if you say yes, and you dread that you said yes, and you dread leading up to the day, and then you dread getting ready for it, and then you dread being there, and then you dread post-leaving and wishing you didn't waste your time, and then you dread it for the next six weeks thinking about how you wasted that time, what, what, what are we doing here? There's not enough time. We've already did the math. There's 168 hours in a week, 24 hours in a day. This cake that we have of time has to be divided equally, and we're not going to be just dishing out pieces of cake to people that weren't invited to the party. You see what I'm doing? And I did a recent pod with my man Dalton uh, Misner. I think it's Misner or Misner. Sorry, Dalton. You won't hear this, I don't think, but I apologize. He was guest for episode 56, and um, he said something along the lines of, by me saying no to opportunities that I wasn't aligned with, it created space for me to say yes to more things that mattered. So by saying no to the things that we actually don't want to do, it actually works to our advantage because now we have more flexibility and more room to do the things that we want to do. By not committing to that lunch you don't want to go on, you can spend the time reading. You can spend the time working on that passion project. You can spend the time calling your mom. You can spend the time going out to lunch with somebody you really want to see. So by saying no, it actually creates more space for us to say yes to the things that we want to do, okay? And don't feel bad about passing on an opportunity. Don't feel bad. We just need to look at ourselves and understand that this is the best decision we could do is pass because it doesn't excite us. We can now spend more time committing ourselves to the things that we actually want to do. Fourth tip and final tip. Reevaluate the walls when needed. Our priorities and goals will change with time, as we do. It's inevitable. When I was slaying those Uber streets, there was no time allocated in my month towards building community or actually enjoying a life in LA. There's no regrets. Would not change a thing about the three years, those three years. But man, it was a hustle, Okay just would say no a lot and I had to do it and a big shift for me was when I took this career with liquid IV because it was providing me the space to actually enjoy my life I couldn't believe it no longer was I worried about the money I was making ride by ride that I would see tally up on my app in real time I now had financial stability I could breathe I felt like a thousand pounds was lifted up off of my shoulders because I now knew that I could focus instead of worrying ride by ride the money and you know catching up to pay my bills, 
I knew that I had a steady income and it was bliss. And I, wow, I just thinking about that moment, it's crazy. Like just that alone has completely allowed me to think bigger and spend my time and energy focused on, focused on bigger opportunities. Um, and about six months ago, when some of LA was starting to open back up, I told myself that I wanted to start building community of authentic relationships here in LA. I had met a lot of great people through podcasting and a lot of it was, you know, truly, truthfully, like a business relationship. I wasn't grabbing lunch with these people. I wasn't hanging out with them. You know, you exchange love on social media, run into them at a, an event here and there, but th- that was it. And it's the phone works both ways. So I'm not blaming them. I'm really just blaming myself because I could have been the one to step up, but Hey, no regrets. So six months ago, I told myself I want to start building community. I know it's not ideal because we're in a pandemic, but I was focused on finding a way. Fortunately, living in LA, there's a lot of space, the beaches, a lot of things are outdoors. The weather's great. So you can kind of space out. And I talked about this back, uh, on episode 29. It's actually kind of crazy. That was half, half the podcast project ago. This was back in September. I pretty much talked about how I wanted to spend the weekends at the beach with, you know, good groups of people. I wanted to have dinners with like-minded people. I wanted to, you know, have a weekend workout with a friend that inspired me. Started talking about the things I really wanted to spend my time on. Uh, But what what I was realizing in this podcast and as I started to like put time and effort into this world of building community, I ultimately was tearing down my old wall that would say no to any social opportunity only a few years ago. And now I was saying yes to every single one of them. It was like an epiphany. I was like, wow, two years ago, it was no, 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 no. But now that I recognize that this is a priority of mine and this is something I want to put time and effort into, I now need to learn to say yes, yes, and yes. So since then, I've made a ton of progress and hence was one of the big reasons why I finally made the move to Venice because a lot of the people I was meeting, a lot of the community I was building, it was here on the west side, Venice, Santa Monica. And it's and obviously this is the place, as I've talked about, the place that I always wanted to live. So it was like no questions asked. And so I think it's really important because I'm constantly evaluating the walls that I've built around myself to see if one, are they standing strong? The ones that need to have that firm wall around any bucket of my life, are they strong? Two, If not, do they need some patching up? Do I got to put a little bit more time and effort and be a little bit more protective of that thing? Or three, like I just talked about, does that wall need to be completely torn down? And in this example, I needed to tear down that wall of saying no to every opportunity to live life and enjoy LA and meet people. And I, I needed to start saying yes more. And the amount of progress that I've made in the last six months has been incredible. Even in the middle of the pandemic, somehow, some way, just the beauty of living in LA, there have been opportunities to meet people. And so I think it's really, really important. Assess the walls when needed. Okay. At the end of the day, you call the shots. You're the builder of your own walls. You select what is important to you as we talked about in the first step. Identify what matters to you. So when you identify that, build those walls and stay true to them. But as time goes, as things evolve, as you change, as your life changes, be okay with breaking down walls and building new ones. It's totally acceptable. You're the builder of them. For me, I'm Bob the Builder. 
So I'm building them damn walls, baby. To recap, building boundary walls is absolutely crucial for accomplishing any goal. And guess what? It's not easy. If we don't, we're going to get pulled in a million different directions and waste our time and energy doing the things that we don't want to do. So four tips for building boundary walls. Number one, identify what matters most to you. We need to be very aware of where we are spending our time and cut up our cake of time evenly. Number two, schedule important routines. Now that we've identified what matters most to us, we need to lock them into our day, our week, or our month. Number three, hand out no cards unapologetically. Rule of thumb, if something doesn't completely excite you and it is not an immediate yes, say no. And number four, reevaluate the walls when needed. Our priorities and goals change with time just as we do. Rebuild or break down the walls when needed. That's it, baby. That's it. My challenge for you guys and gals, if you made this far on the podcast, take 10 minutes today to identify what matters the most to you. What matters the most to you? Everyone's different. There's no right or wrong answer, but get out a piece of paper and a pen and actually write down what matters to you, your physical health, your mental health, your passion project, trying to find a career, the relationship you're in, write it down. And if you have shitty handwriting like your boy, like me, pull out the notes app on your phone, it works fantastic. Once you have that list, that list, ask yourself if you have these, if, so ask yourself if you have these tasks committed on your calendar or if not. And if you don't, start today. Start allocating the time necessary, building out the routines, selecting the time of days, the or the you know, the the times in the month that you need to do that thing. Maybe you need to go on one date a week with your significant other. Maybe you need to put more time and effort into fitness. Put it down, commit to it, and build the wall around it. And don't let anybody lean into that time frame when you de- are dedicating to that thing. Uh, questions from the BMC, also known as the Beard of Man community. So if this is your first time listening, you're now in the community. There's no fee. There's nothing at all that you need to do. You're just, you're part of it. The BMC, the Beard of Man community. Uh, I had two questions submitted that were similar, Robbie and Chris, on, and their topics were just saying no, which we covered. So shout out to Robbie and Chris for, for dialing in. Well, they didn't dial in. They chatted in on the IG story. You guys get what I'm saying. Uh, but the second and final topic was from Eric D. He said, definitely talk essentialism, uh, which I thought was a great, great call out. Uh, I don't know if you guys and gals have ever heard of a book called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McCohen. I was gifted this book about a, uh, back in October of 2019. and It was such a crucial time. Shout out to Kate Ward if you ever hear this. I don't think she'll hear it, but hey, got to show some respect and love. Uh, This book was incredible. And I think the best way I could describe this book in three words is less but better. And the whole concept of this book is about spending more time doing the things that actually matter to us, which we talked about in this podcast, and spending less time doing the things that don't. That way we can exert, if you imagine, imagine, imagine yourself, okay? If you drew a circle on a piece of paper and you had arrows coming out this circle, 10% 10 each direction. So you have 100% energy at the beginning of the day and you have 10% energy going out in 10 different ways, right? 10 times 10 equals 100. You're spreading your energy throughout 10 different things. Now, 
what would happen if we just got really dialed in and instead we only put our energy towards three things? That means 33% more energy, or not more energy, but 33% of our energy is towards thing one, two, and three. And then dial it back even more. And it's like, what happens if you go 100% on one thing? So for example, in my creative career, I did a bunch of, I've done YouTube stuff. I've done different podcast shows. I've done a lot of different things. But I've realized that my my best bet is to go 100% all in on this, on podcasting. And so that's what I'm doing. I think we all need to spread our energy, try a bunch of different things, see what matters, see what doesn't. And then slowly but surely, check off the things that don't work, put more energy into the other things. So that's a, that's a great, uh, great book that I would highly recommend, Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McCohen. It's a great topic suggested by Eric. Eric, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you throwing out that topic, but less but better. That's the key, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys and gals enjoyed this episode. This was great. I mean, we just cranked out sixty episode 61. We're in the 60s now. It's kind of crazy to think about. Pretty excited. Got a lot of great podcasts on the way. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast at all, please, please, please screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, Tag me at Bob A, B-O, three B's, four A's, and a Y, and it means so much to me. It's free. takes you only a couple seconds, but it helps spread the bearded man around the globe. And like I've said many times, I'm the most slept-on podcast in the world, so if y'all want to help me, you got to share out this podcast. Thank you guys and gals for tuning in. really means the world to me. Got a lot more great content on the way, as I always say. I repeat myself every single week. What else is new? It's the Bearded Man Podcast. We'll keep you guys. We'll keep, <laughs> it's the Bearded Man Podcast. We will catch you guys and gals soon enough. It's your favorite Bearded Man. Bye bye.